Hey, hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Fireball with Ashley Mayfield. Before we jump in, make sure you grab your phone, tag me on social media with all of your takeaways from today's episode. I am so excited to hear from you. Now, let's buckle up, embrace for impact. Today, I'm going to be answering your questions. That's right. You can submit me a question that you want me to answer on the podcast. Just make sure you go to my Instagram. I'm at the Ashley Mayfield. You should already be following me though, okay? And so one of the questions that I've been getting a lot, whether that's on my post or in DMs, is how are you unapologetically you? Now, I know I already have an episode that's all about confidence. Have I always been confident? Like, no, I have not always been confident, okay? But I do show up to the scenes, whether you're following me on Facebook uh, Instagram, TikTok, and I am so unapologetically me. Like, come at me and say something, okay? And it's really interesting because I think some people don't say anything because even though they might want to, they're like, <laughs> we're going to take Mayfield down today. Um, but I think they know that I'm pretty crazy and like, Heffa, I will do a Facebook Live and drop your name unapologetically, okay? And so how do you show up with all of that? Well, there's some things that I just want to download to you, some things that have worked for me because because I want you to be unapologetically you. The greatest thing about life is you're uniquely designed. Like God did not create someone with the same DNA, same personality type, same design, uh, intricate parts of you than you. So why are you holding yourself back? There are way too many people that are being held back by fear, disbelief, um, self-sabotage, insert whatever it is that's holding you back, sister, because it's time that you stop. You really want to lean in and show up to the world as you. So have I always been like this? No, but here's what I know. I grew up conforming. Have you ever just like grown up conforming? I wanted people to like me so bad that I was willing to think like they thought. I was willing to speak like they spoke. I was willing to wear the things that they wore or, you know, just present myself in a way that demanded their approval. And I have realized that is one of the greatest like tragedies that we could ever do to ourselves is try to conform. And we all know that saying that sometimes the pain of staying the same has to be less than the pain of change. I literally just reached that point in my life. I reached the point in my life where I no longer wanted to be like everybody else, look like everybody else, and I wanted to uh, stand up uniquely in my giftings. Now, sometimes whenever we do that, it can still feel a little weird. I, for the longest time, felt like I had to come to the table with something different, this fresh idea that no one has ever thought of. And that's not true. You guys, I am doing the most when it comes to personal development. I listen to things like Tony Robbins and E.T. the Hip Hop Preacher and Ed Milet and let me drop all these other names. And I'm sure if you're listening to me, you've heard of these names too, right? And so my ideas might not be the freshest. What I speak, what I'm speaking to you on today, I'm sure all of these other people have done that, right? But the difference is, is I'm going to show up unapologetically me with my passion, with my energy with my zeal, my zest for life, and it's going to hit different. Okay. And I hear that all the time. Like I've heard this message before, but when you say it, it just hits different. And that's my secret sauce. And if it doesn't hit you different, then that's okay, sister. Just buckle up, brace for impact and enjoy the ride because you're going to get a little giggle <laughs> at some point. Okay. Uh, but you have to really not want to conform. You have to really want to stand out. And it's not that you need to do anything different. You don't have to color your hair purple in order to stand out. Although that is part of me being unapologetically me. 
You get to do that, whatever that looks like for you. Okay. So you have to want to be okay being different. Now, this is where it gets sticky. This is where it gets tricky. And this is where people like buck up. Okay. They're like, whoa, like I want to make a difference. I want to make an impact. I want to show up and be confident and be unapologetically me. But that means not conforming. And if not conforming, what is the opposite of that? Well, being alone. Being alone, are you willing to be alone at the sake of being unapologetically you? Are you willing to be different at the sake of being unapologetically you? A lot of times, that is where people start throwing in the towel. That is where people say, oh, I didn't like that. None of my friends liked me. None of my family uh, likes me. They think I'm different. They're making fun of me. Yeah, they're going to because they've always known you one way, sweetheart. Like they've always known you to be someone that throws in the towel. They've always known you to be soft-spoken. They've always known you to color inside the lines. And then the moment you start shifting, you start changing, you have an evolution going on, uh, they're probably going to come at you. It's a little bit out of care, concern, and love. It's a little bit of crab mentality. Sometimes people just get real jealous and they're like, okay, she had the balls to do that. Like I've been wanting to do it and now she's doing it. Now I can't do it because people are going to think I'm copying her. We've all had those moments, right? But if you don't want to conform anymore, you're going to have to be okay being different and you're going to have to be okay being alone. And that's not for the faint of heart, but I promise your people really will eventually come. So it's really understanding your value. Do you understand the value that you bring to the table? And that... Sometimes we put our value in the wrong things. We put our value in a title. We put our value in an income bracket. We put our value, um, you know, at the level of relationship we have with someone. We put our value in our career, in the car we drive, in the bag we wear. That has nothing to do with your value. Your value is in Jesus, right? Your value is how God has designed you. What are those unique giftings, talents, skill sets, weird quirks in your personality? That is your value. And when you understand your value and what you bring to the table and what makes you different, then you're not afraid to show up to the table alone. You're not afraid to show up and uh, have people watching you. You're not afraid to be the center of attention from time to time because you understand that you're different. And what's so great about that is y'all, they can imitate, but they cannot duplicate, okay? They cannot duplicate your value. Someone can want to mimic you. Someone can want to act like you. Someone can want to follow. I had a friend that did that. I had two friends that uh, coincidentally did not know they were both coming to me at the same time about each other, which was very awkward conversations, uh, but they did. And so I'm not going to drop their names. Was it you? I can't tell you. But one of them was frustrated because she made a decision to change her life. And then all of a sudden the friend starts coming and doing the exact same thing as her. And I had to remind her like, baby, she can imitate, but she can't duplicate. Y'all can cross the same finish line and you can still do it in two totally different uh, fashions because you guys are not the same person, right? And so understanding your value is going to be so profound. So how do we do that? How have I done that? How do I continue to show up unapologetically me? Um, number one, with a whole lot of pair of panties and a whole lot of puckered upness, okay? <laughs> because sometimes it is not easy because obviously you can want to start comparing, you can want to start looking to the left or right, or you can want to just find yourself in judgment, but we've got to get out of that. So the way that you combat that and the way that you continue to stay forward uh, focus forward and being unapologetically you is focusing on yourself more than focusing on other people. 
You can be so consumed with the judgment, with the thoughts, with the perception, with whatever bullcrap story you're making up in your head, right? Nine times out of 10, it's our own story that we're trying to play in our head like a freaking news anchor and like reporting live, here's what's happening in the world today. And that couldn't be so much further from the truth. When you start focusing on yourself and when you start understanding like what feels good, what doesn't, what makes me really happy, what makes me really sad. Um, when am I comfortable? When when do I just show up and I'm so uh, just in my zone, my energy is good. Like what is it that turns me on? You've got to be able to go inward. We spend so much time examining externally. We watch people's facial features whenever we say something like who was the observant person? Okay. I was best friends with the school whore, like apologize. I'm using that word, but it really was true. And so I saw how people treated her when she walked out of the room. I saw the way they talked about her or the faces they made when she was who she was. And it made me realize like, well, I don't want to be like that. I don't want people to look at me like that. I don't want them. And so I started to conform. And I had to reach a point in my life where I was no longer watching other people, but I was examining, examining myself. Uh, like that was my leverage. That w- that's my advantage on people. That is that secret sauce that I talk about all the time. It's spending that time with yourself. Do you even know what makes you happy? What makes you comfortable? Are you most comfortable when you're dressed down and you don't have a lot of makeup on? I have a mentor like that. She's like, I don't enjoy wearing makeup. Like, yes, I want to look good and feel good, but it's not when I'm wearing makeup. It's actually just when I have like a little nudie tootie face going on. Okay. That's totally fine. I feel good when I do my eyebrows or when I do my hair. Okay. Everybody's different, but what makes you feel good? What makes you feel good? Does everybody else hate the color pink in your family, but you love the color pink? Like, do you like wearing uh, Crocs with jeans? I don't know. Like, what is it about you that you just love? And maybe other people don't understand. Maybe other people don't get it. But what is it about your personality? Is it dressing up or dressing down? Is it being loud? Is it being front of stage or behind the stage? Like, what are those things that fill your cup? And when you are able to start identifying that and you start showing up in that space with those qualities, I'm telling you, the sky is the limit. And that's when you're going to walk into this realm where no one can say anything to you because you know who you are. Okay. I know that I'm not called to be silent. Okay. Now you could call me blabbermouth. Uh, I've been called the peanut gallery and youth group. Like, oh, there's the peanut gallery. Okay. Like we just, I'm always, I'm always chit chatting. Okay. I'm always going to add something funny on. I'm always going to be talking. If you, if you want the room to be silent, like I can't be in there. And even in church, I'm going to be throwing out an amen from time to time. Now I'm not going to be obnoxious. Can't stand those people. Okay. Uh, that you do you boo boo. I'm judging you, but you do you boo boo. Okay. But like, I'm just an interactive person. I have very high energy and that's who I am. And I've been able to identify that about myself where people told me growing up, like, girl, you better be on radio. You better do something because you just talk nonstop. I got in trouble for school, in school, talking all the time. Couldn't help it, you guys. Okay. It's just something that I love doing now. There's also moments where I'm really quiet and uh, I'm very observant as well. And I'm not always turned on. I'm not always 1000% blabbermouth, but usually when I'm around people, it, it, it fills my cup and feeds my energy. And so when you're focused on yourself and you're able to identify these things about yourself, when you know who you are and you can say, yeah, that's just who I am. 
I like to talk. You know, I just spent the weekend with my grandparents and my grandma said it. My grandma's like, I don't know how to shut my mouth. (laughs) My grandmother is so full of wisdom, knowledge. This lady can keep a conversation going until the cows come home, but she loves pouring out that that's like who she is. She loves talking. She loves sharing. She remembers like my best friends from kindergarten. She remembers my teacher's names. Like I do not know how this woman at 85 years old has this capacity. She definitely has like another 20 or 30 years of life left in her. Okay. She reads like a novel a week. This woman, she's so intelligent. She just likes to talk. And you could look at that and say, well, that's annoying or that's too much or that's exhausting. That's what she brings to the table. She likes to talk, okay? And so when you're focused on yourself and it's almost that self-love, loving yourself enough to just be who you were created to be, That does that's not an excuse for, oh, I'm just created to be lazy. No, you're dumb and you're being lazy, okay? I'm not saying use it as an excuse. We don't use this as a crutch. This isn't, oh, I'm a manipulator. Like, no, you're dumb, okay? Now you're just taking words and twisting it. But when you really understand those things that make you you, and you're so focused on yourself and you accept that, Okay, that's when it's just going to be so incredible and you can be unapologetic. You have to learn to love what makes you different. Oftentimes, I, as someone who coaches thousands of women uh, every single day, week, month for the last four years in an online business, I can tell you that too many women spend way too much time trying to hide the things that make them like in like wildly unique, wildly unique, whether that is their personality, whether that is uh, circumstances, whether that is stories, whether that's habits, what like it makes them wildly unique and they're just trying to hide it. And so what are those qualities or stories or things you've walked through that make you wildly unique? And that's the verbiage. I want you to uh, take a second and just ponder on. I can tell you, like, I'm loud. I am loud and I am passionate. I've had people that are like, why are you so angry? I'm not angry. I'm passionate. I am so passionate. I can't help but talk loud. There's moments where I'm like sending someone a voice memo. <laughs> I did it like three times last week. I was like, oh my God, I think I'm yelling. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, I'm just so worked up right now. I- I'm just a loud person. I'm loud. When I tiptoe, every mother truck are gonna hurt, hear that, okay? Like, I'm just a loud person and I like that. When I walk in a room, when I walk on the scene, I wanna disrupt things. Like, I have a rebel personality And it's not that I don't value structure and order. I do. I just think different. I think different. And uh, I think from an emotional perspective, I see things and it hits me different. It makes me wildly unique. Okay. And for the longest time, I thought that I was stupid. I thought I was stupid because I wasn't logical. You guys know this. If you followed me for any length of time, if you're in my company, I have shared so many things about this. I thought I was stupid because my logic, like my brain works different. Okay. It's like all my thoughts don't know how to come past that emotional stuff. And I, I cry when I'm mad. I cry. That's I'm wildly unique, right? Some of you are probably like that too. All of these things together make me unique. But when I'm mad, oh my gosh, I just start crying. Like I get so angry. Tears come down my face. Like that just makes me me. Okay. And uh, I'm confrontational. I am confrontational. That doesn't mean I'm looking for a fight. It does not mean I want a fight, okay? I do not enjoy confrontation, but I am not afraid if it comes to rolling the dice, 
you settling or me making you uncomfortable and raising the bar. Like, sister, I'm going to be confrontational with you. And that makes me wildly unique. And that's something I've had to learn. In fact, my husband's one of the people that taught me that. Like, I've had to learn that over time. It doesn't come simple to me. It doesn't come easy to me. But I have found that people want a challenge. People want to be able to be raised higher. People are so tired. They just feel like they need that approval and permission. And sister, I'm giving that to you today. I'm telling you, give yourself permission and approval. I give you permission and approval. Go be wildly unique. Go be wildly unique. What makes you so special? Stop hiding. Stop hiding your gift from the world and then complaining about it. Like, please stop. It's so annoying, okay? You get to pull back the curtain and just show up and be you. I follow a couple people on TikTok that are so freaking weird. Like, they're so weird. They're so out of the box. But you want to know what's attractive about them? And I don't mean that in like a sexual term, but like what's so attractive about them and draws me to them is they are wildly unique. They are just who they are. And it's so fun to watch. Now, it's weird. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't dress that way or I wouldn't say things that way or I wouldn't present myself that way. But it's wildly unique. And I love that about them. And there's a level of respect. Like they're doing their thing. They're running their race. Their head is down. They know who they are. They know who they are. And that's what matters. Okay, I am unique, boo-boo. You are unique, and so spending time with yourself, and maybe that comes like make a list for the next week, make a, start a list. What makes me wildly unique? And just add to that list because if you're anything like me, you're going to like think these thoughts at the most inopportune time when you're sleeping, when you're in the shower, when you're driving a car. Those are like the three most inopportune times where these incredible ideas like divine inspiration comes to me. And so if you're anything like me, write these things down, start making a list and come back to it and every day reflect what makes me uniquely me. Like, what makes me wildly unique? What are these things? What is it the way that I move? Is it that I'm awkward? Is it that I stutter? Like, what makes me different? And then once you can identify even like three to five things, you guys show up in your space and just lean in. Lean in with those things. And that's where, this is where, let's scroll on back, beep, beep, back it up. This is where people throw in the towel because they're like, oh, let me just make sure I'm perfect before. No, this is not about perfection. This is about progress. Do you want your life to move forward or not? Do you want to be able to step into that aspiration and that dream that you've been fighting for for so long, but you're not getting it because you're self-sabotaging because you will not let go of the thoughts of conforming, of being like everybody else. No, show up in the space where you're unapologetically you. I am telling you like everything will change. Everything will change when you do that. And it's gonna be lonely at first and it's gonna be different and it's probably gonna feel awkward. It's probably gonna feel so freaking awkward and the weirdest thing, like what's gonna be shocking is usually it's like silence or people are like, Wow, I can't believe you did that. I go back to thinking about me wanting to color my hair purple. It was a really big deal for me. It took me two years to do it. And I knew I wanted to stand out and I was ready. My hair has always been so important to me. I've been coloring my hair all sorts of crazy colors since I was in middle school. My mom used to do it, uh, my hair in my bathtub, okay? And I've just, I always wanted to do something wild. And I used to make fun of the girls 
that did their hair crazy colors. Isn't it interesting how sometimes we make fun of what we really want. We make fun of someone and they really show attributes on who we want to be. I can't tell you how many times I've had people make fun of me because I go on Facebook Live or I do stuff like this or I'm really loud or I'm like, ah, da, 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 da. like I just do weird stuff and they they don't like they don't like me. They tell people they don't like me. They tell people they hate me. They tell people that I'm annoying, but they be watching all my stuff. It's because they jealous. It's because they actually do like those things in me because they wish they could do it, right? And the same is for you. And so you might step out of your comfort zone, which you are going to, baby. You might step out of your comfort zone and it might be crickets. That's okay. Your people will come. Or it might be the greatest thing your network's been waiting for. When I colored my hair purple, dude, I had like dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of messages, comments, hundreds of comments, likes, like, and then even like last year, I took it up from being like a normal purple to like this insanely wild, vibrant purple. And I was so uncomfortable to do that. It was so, I literally told my hairdresser at the time, I said, I want people to say, dang, she's got purple hair. Now that only lasted for like a couple months because I was a little too uncomfortable. I wasn't ready for it, but like I'm entering a season in the next year. I have to have my hair heal a little bit. Okay. But in the next year, like I'm going to be ready for that again. I'm going to be ready for people to be like neon flaming purple, like Dang, she got purple hair. All right. And it took me a really long time to do that. But when I did that and I posted this like six or seven, eight months ago, oh my gosh, people came unglued. They were like, it looks so amazing. Oh my God. We love you. Okay. It was so great. And people really enjoyed it. So here's the deal. You need to know yourself. You need to spend time with yourself. Make that list. What makes me wildly unique and start adding to it, adding to it, adding to it. Fall in love with your uniqueness. Fall in love with your weirdness. Fall in love with all the things. I promise you, you're not going to regret it. And at the end of the day, like I said, it's going to be a little uncomfortable. It might be a little lonely at first. It might make you different, but I promise you the right people will come. I am so excited to see whatever it is that you write down, whatever it is you come up with, DM me, message me, send a smoke signal, heffa, whatever it takes, because I want you to know I'm rooting for you and I'm celebrating you. Let's celebrate your uniquely, your wildly unique personality together and be unapologetically you. I love you guys. Talk to you soon. Bye friends. 